so, so precious, isn't it? Hard to keep a dry eye when something like that is played. You know, the Bible never tells us not to sorrow. It just says don't sorrow like those that have no hope. We have hope, amen, steadfast and sure, confident to be absent from the body is be present with the Lord. How many believe heaven's real? Sure it is. And it's getting sweeter and sweeter all the time. All right, I want you to go with me in the word of God to 1 Kings chapter 3. 1 Kings chapter 3. First Kings chapter number three, reading in verse number 16. Then came there two women that were harlots unto the king and stood before him. And the one woman said, oh, my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house and I was delivered of a child with her in the house. And it came to pass the third day after I was delivered that this woman was delivered also and we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. And this woman's child died in the night because she overlaid it. She did it on purpose, but that's what happened. And she rose at midnight and took my son from beside me while thine handmaid slept and laid it in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. And I rose. When I rose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I had considered in the morning, behold, it was not my son, which I did bear. How many of you know you know your child? Mm-hmm. And the other woman said, Nay, but the living is my son, and the dead is our son. And this said, No. But the dead is our son, and the living is my son. Thus they spake before the king. Then said the king to one said, This is my son delivered, the son is dead. And the other said, Nay, but thy son is dead, and my son is the living. And the king said, Bring me a sword. And he brought a sword before the king. The king said, Divide the living child in two. Give half to the one and half to the other. Then spake the woman whose the living child was unto the king, for her bowels yearned upon her son, and she said, Oh, my Lord, give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. But the other said, Let it be neither mine nor thine, but divide it. Then the king answered and said, Give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. She is the mother thereof. And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had judged, and they feared the king. For they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to do judgment. Let the church say amen. Our Father, we pray you add thy blessing to the reading of your word, for it is already blessed. I pray, God, that you will take me as your vessel, cleanse me of sin, empty me of self, 
and fill me with your spirit. Help me preach what thus saith the Lord. Oh God, hide me behind the cross of Christ. I pray God that you will make today what only you can make it. If there's anybody in the building who doesn't know Christ as Savior, might that one come to saving knowledge of the truth. Find the devil and guard this place. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. Could I say to you, we live in a crazy world. Within the craze that seems to be going on among people today, much more credence is given to ideals and image than it is to reality and responsibility. Many have fallen in love with the picture of something, the appearance of something, a formal status, liking the way something looks, wanting to be something to mark it off the bucket list, but failing to realize that just because you get to be something because you want it to doesn't mean you're ready to be it. And unfortunately, that craze of ideal and image has crept its way into being a mom. For some, being a mom is not serious. For some, being a mom is having the ideal of caring a child. I've always wanted to be a mom, I've heard some say. Some always want to be a mom and then get to be one and don't want to be one. I think every woman in the building would say today that the pain of pregnancy is nothing compared to the pressure of parenting. That the time it takes in labor in the delivery room is just a small microcosm of the labor it takes to raise a child. So unfortunately, due to this craze of ideal and image, many that are moms, unfortunately, don't understand motherhood. In our story in 1 Kings chapter 3, I was walking last week and the Lord directed me just to this passage of scripture and really gave me just these thoughts to share with you today. To be a good mom, you don't have to have a lot of money. You don't have to have a wonderful past. You don't have to have a lot of education. No, to be a good mom, you don't have to come from a rich pedigree. You, you don't have to be someone that's polished and skilled. You don't have to be someone that's well-known by people. To be a good mom, you just have to embrace the responsibility of motherhood. Watch this now. And be real. Today. Our passage from Solomon is going to conclude with this statement. She is the mother thereof. Now let me remind you. Two women are standing for the king. One baby. 
both women are saying the baby is hers. How many of you know only one of them telling the truth? Now watch this now. Both of them are moms, but only one of them understands motherhood. Somebody help me preach this morning. Both of them have given birth. Both of them have conceived. Both of them have nursed a child. Both of them know what it is to hear the baby cry. Both of them have gone through labor. Both of them are women by gender, but only one of them understands motherhood. Now, I'm just trying to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, in 2023, in a world full of postmodernism and humanism and secularism and feminism and a whole bunch of other isms, that our reservations won't let us cover. I'm trying to tell you somebody's got to go back to the first mention of motherhood to find out what an authentic mother is. And there's only one out of two here in this passage of scripture. And I'm telling you, you don't want to be the pretender. You want to be the contender. So for a few moments today, I want to give you from this passage what I call authentic motherhood. Number one, sincere desperation. Sincere desperation. Look in our text. There were two women. And then I want you to notice what verse 16 said. That were harlots. I want you to notice her horrible profession. She did not live a life of morality. She did not live a life of chastity. She did not live a life of spirituality. She did not live a life of commendability. But I want to tell you something. Even though her past was that of harlotry, this real mother in 1 Kings chapter 3 did not let her past lifestyle stop her from being a present good mother. And may God help us. Let me tell you something. You may come from a family of prostitutes, a family of drunks and druggies. You may come from a history of foolishness. But hear me now and hear me well. If you decide by the grace of God, through the power of the Holy Ghost of God, by following the precious word of God, that you right now, regardless of what everybody did behind you or what you did yourself, if you decided today, I'm going to be a good woman, a great woman, a virtuous woman, a chaste woman, a pure woman. And let me tell you something. Can't nobody stop you if God's for you. Her horrible profession, her helpless predicament. Here's the problem. She comes before him because her baby is alive, but somebody else is trying to take her baby from her. Could I tell you, you want to get a mama moving, you let somebody try to take a baby from her. You let somebody mess with a child. You let something happen to that child when that child needs help. And the mama is going to react because that's what mamas do. She was in a horrible profession. It helped predicament. She made a humble pursuit. Look at the passage of scripture. The Bible says she stood before the king. She stood there. Listen to me. When she was in trouble, hear me now, when she was messed up, when somebody was threatening to take her child, when she was in a predicament, she couldn't get herself out. Listen to me. She didn't go down the road to Reverend, what's her name? She didn't go down the road to her friends. She didn't go down the road to the, listen, she went to the king. I'll tell you what a real mother who understands authentic motherhood does. When she gets into a problem, she doesn't go down the road to a counselor to a psychiatrist. Or, listen, she goes to the king. Amen. A praying mother that knows the help that I need is going to come from the king. I want to tell all the moms, especially the single moms this morning, who are raising your children without the help perhaps of a husband or a father or, or trying to be mom and dad at the same time. I want to tell you, when you come to your wits end and you don't know what to do and somebody's threatening to take and the devil's attacking your children and the world's trying to steal them and immorality's trying to rip them and drugs is coming at them and, the, and they're getting ready to 
be swallowed up in the legal system. Let me tell you something. Get your lawyer, get your doctor, get your counselor. But at the end of the day, the place to go when you need help is to the king. Her honest petition. Mama told the truth. Watch this. Now ain't time to get cute. Ain't time to show off. See, 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 mamas do what they got to do. We men trying to be a little more dignified about it. Mamas understand we don't have time for dignity. My child's life is at risk. Our son, we had a bunch of guests over our house years ago. I don't know, maybe 10, 11, 12 years ago. And, and somehow Kobe got a hold of peanuts. Somebody gave him some with peanuts in it. And he started swelling up. And he has a allergic an allergy to peanuts. And we got a whole house full of people. My wife's car is parked in the garage. We must have 15 cars all the way laced up the driveway. And uh, he starts breaking out. She grabs him. She grabs her keys. I'm going to the hospital. She jumps in the car, starts the car up. I said, honey, where you going? I'm going to the hospital. I said, honey, there are 15 cars behind you. I don't care. I'm going to the hospital. I don't know how she thought she was going to back up, bump all over them. All of a sudden, she and E.T. were going to fly up in the air. But, but, but I'm just telling you, when a woman's child is being threatened, she does what she got to do. Sincere desperation. Number two, sacrificial demonstration. I want you to notice what she says when she talks to the king. She tells the king the story. And then the Bible says she puts it into the hands of the king. The Bible says in verse 22, thus they spake before the king. Here's, here's, what, here's what a woman that understands authentic motherhood says. I trust the king. Watch this now. He's going to do what's right. Hey, listen to me. When you've done all you can, put your children in the life, in the hands of the king, and trust the king. L listen, you can't make children do right. You can't make children serve God. You can't make children love God. You can't make They get to an age, you can't make them do nothing. But what you can do is you can bring your petition before the king and say, I'll leave it there because at the end of the day, the king is going to do the right thing. Her deep compassion. Notice what the scripture says. The Bible says her bowels did yearn for him. Verse number 26. They yearned upon her son. What deep compassion. The love of a mother. I've seen mothers who've been disrespected, who've been mistreated, who've been, who've been unappreciated, who've been taken for granted. And yet they're standing there in the courthouse. They're writing the letter. They're begging the cop. They're borrowing. They're selling, selling their car. They're, they're rewriting their mortgage. They're, they're getting a second job for a child that doesn't even appreciate her. See, see, love will help you do something for people who don't want to do nothing for you. It's love. And then notice her distinct commitment. Psalmist says, bring me a sword. Let's divide the baby in half. Notice what the Bible says in verse 26. Then spake the woman whose living child was under the king. Oh, my Lord, give her the living child and no wise slay it. Watch this now. I want you to notice this distinct commitment. A mother's love is so sacrificial. Watch this now. She would rather give her child up than watch him die. Sacrifice. She said, she can have him. 
She can have them. If, if, if giving my child up is what I have to do to make sure my child can live, I'd rather somebody else raise my child than my child. I'll tell you what a genuine mother who understands authentic mother, she will put herself last for the benefit of her child. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why some of us are here today because our mamas put us in front of themselves. Number three, I'm finished. Sincere desperation. Sacrificial demonstration. And then lastly, successful determination. Notice what the Bible said. Then the king answered and said, this is an authoritative response. Hey, listen to me. An authentic mother got the attention of the king. Can I tell you something, ma'am? People may try to destroy you. People may try to cheat you. People may try to lie on you. People may try to backstab you. People may try to sneak around you. But you do the right thing. You be true. You be pure. You be honest. You be real. And when everybody's against you, it won't matter if the king's for you. The amazing reception. Give her the child. Isn't it amazing? She started off the day with a stolen child. She finishes the day with her child in her hand. Hey, let me tell you something. You know what authentic motherhood does? Authentic motherhood makes you a receiver of everything you're supposed to. Listen, mark my words. Hear me now. When you do right, God's going to make sure you get what you're supposed to get. And then lastly, an approved recognition. She is the mother thereof. You know, you're not careful. Come on, be honest with me. The events of life will have you questioning whether you're a bad mom. Huh? And sometimes kids get so crazy, they call you a bad mom. They don't know what they're talking about either. Here's, here's the problem. The problem is not that it's said. The problem is, is when you start believing it. And by the way, the world's psychology is bent against the home. I, I said, I'm not calling every counselor bad, just most of them. There's a whole bunch of them that will counsel your children and five minutes into it, they'll have your children telling you you're a bad mom, you're a bad parent, everything was wrong because the world's philosophy doesn't go with the Bible. And if you're not careful, you'll be in there racking your brain saying, I didn't do right and I didn't do right and I didn't do right and I should have done that. By the way, ain't no such thing as perfect except for Jesus. But he's not looking for perfect. He's looking for those who are progressing, who will just do the best they can. And when you find yourself discouraged and depressed and in despair and questioning what you did wrong, and saying I was a bad mom and I should have done better and it's my fault. Calm down just a little bit because eventually the voice of the king is going to say leave her alone and give her what she wants. She is the mother thereof. In these last days, there's a whole lot of people who want to be a mom. i tell you what America needs. i tell you what the world needs. Authentic mothers who understand it's not a game it's not something to wear on your sleeve. It's not something to just to post on the internet. Motherhood is responsible. Hey, listen, it's responsibility. You know what Paul said to Timothy? I'm getting ready to die, but you're going to make it because your mama taught you right. Hannah said, Samuel, I promised him to God, and here he is. 
Jesus looked from the cross and saw his mother. Listen to me, kids. When everybody drops you, your mama won't. Thank God for authentic mothers. Our Father, we thank you. So much truth to learn. And I pray, God, you'd help us all. To strive to be authentic. Heads bowed, eyes closed, no one looking around. How many of you in here today would say, thank God that I had a mom that understands authentic motherhood? Would you put your hand up? Why don't you tell your mom thank you today? Would you? Put your hands up. How many say that God spoke to you? Today, Pastor, I want to be real. Men, women, boys, and girls. Pastor, I want to be real. I want to be genuine. I don't want to be a pretender. I want to be a contender. God spoke to me. If that's you, would you put your hand up? God bless you. Last question. Are you sure you're going to heaven? If you died today, would you go to heaven? I wonder if there's anyone here to say, Pastor, I'm not sure if I died today. I'd go to heaven, but I'm sure I don't want to go to hell. Please pray for me. Anybody? Slip your hand up. I'm not sure if I died today, I'd go to heaven, but I'm sure I do not want to go to hell. Please pray for me. Anyone? Now, Father, take your word and use it. Make a difference like only you can. We love you, we bless you, and we magnify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give God the praise today.